What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome back to Life on Mission. Listen, we are here in beautiful Clemson, South Carolina, about to spend some time today with one of my favorite people in the entire world, High King Paul. Listen, today we're talking about how one of the things that Jesus taught us that is a way to actually live on mission is to make your life about making peace. And there's nobody better than my friend, High King. So let's go meet up with High King and let's talk about living life on mission. So a lot of people um, that'll be tuned into this, they maybe know you, mm-hmm. maybe don't. Yep. So how about uh, give us a little bit of a debrief. Who is High King Paul? Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a fun fact or two about you. Yeah. So I'm from Antrimville, which is Abbeville County out in the country. In South Carolina. Yep. Okay. Um, just a little gas station and that's it. Amen. So I'm a country boy at heart. I don't think most people know that about me, but uh, I love to fish. I love to, I'm going to go hunting for the first time this year, actually. Are you really? Yeah, deer hunting. So That's I got to get me a boat. If, if you have one, let a me boat? use it. Yeah, I don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I grew up in Antraville, grew up, you know, doing karate. You know this, but um, people think I'm a fighter, but I actually hate fighting. Yeah. Um, but my dad got me started at three years old because he had the business. Um, met the Lord when I was 13 and then have been, you know, once I got to high school, it was one of those things where I was kind of like straddling the fence. Yeah. And once I got to college, it's when I actually started following Jesus. Yeah. So through that, got involved with New Spring, serving at Fuse, and that's how I met my wife. And we now have two kids and we live here in the Clemson community. We live in Seneca, technically. Yep. Um, I've been on staff for eight years and yeah, loving life. Fun fact, I guess, uh, I love tennis. Okay. So uh, people wouldn't guess that about me, but I'm so a tennis guy. I'm gonna press here. So when you say you started doing karate, mm-hmm. let everybody know, how good are you? <laughs> Stop, bro. Well, there's a difference in like, ah, yeah, I did karate and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got my black belt when I was seven. <laughs> so with that, in that time, I was the youngest in South Carolina, which is crazy. Nice. So the news media came and filmed my uh, story with getting my black belt. And then, yeah, I did it up until I was 23. Um, and then I came on staff at New Spring. So, yeah. That's awesome. I can teach you a thing or two, bro. You can't teach me. <laughs> um, so... Basically, what you're saying is the secret to finding a wife is staying plugged in at Fuse. Yes, absolutely. I met my wife at Fuse. Yeah, yeah. Your wife at Fuse. That's right. Lots of people that have. So basically, if you want to get married one day, don't leave Fuse. That's it. Okay. That's it. Um, So what we're doing in this Life on Mission series is we're talking about how most people are never going to get to stand on a stage Mm -hmm. and put a microphone on their face and have cameras and lights on them. We still gotta figure out how to follow Jesus mm-hmm. and how to live on mission. Mm-hmm. And in 2 Corinthians, Paul writes this letter to the church where he's, he's describing that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus gives us this ministry of reconciliation. Right. And so we've gotta figure out how do we live out 
the same mission that Jesus did right. in all the different spaces and places that we're in with our different skin colors mm -hmm. and backgrounds mm -hmm. and um, all, all the different places that we are. And so we, we, we come across uh, a verse of scripture and it's, it's Matthew chapter five, it's Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. It's like his, it's like his first public message that mm -hmm. he preaches. Mm -hmm. And it's called the Beatitudes, it's pretty awesome. So I wanna read it in, um, uh, a translation called God's Word Translation because it says it really clearly. Matthew chapter five, verse nine. Blessed are those who make peace. Mm -hmm. They will be called God's children. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, the longer I've, I've kind of thought about this and read through this, I have, I think in the past, I've read this as though he said, blessed are those who keep the peace. Mm -hmm. And there's this like image of Christians as though they're just these like, passive, don't do anything, just kind of roll over and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you read like the actual life and teachings of Jesus and you're like, dude, he was anything but that, mm -hmm. you know? And you go back and read it, you're like, man, actually maybe there's a big difference Mm -hmm. in making peace mm -hmm. and keeping peace. Right. And so Jesus is out here saying like, look, blessed, happy. You will yeah. be blessed and happy and, and, and fruitful if you seek to make peace. And I just thought some of the conversation today would be just really good yeah. to have with you because I feel like that's one of the things that's been true about your life, at least since mm -hmm. I've known you, is mm -hmm. there's been lots of different scenarios and situations that you have actively sought making Peace. And one of those recently was, you know, a few months ago, mm -hmm. we had a couple of tornadoes come through the Seneca Clemson area and yeah. just, I mean, really did a lot of damage yeah. to people's homes, mm -hmm. to people's, you know, emotions, mm -hmm. to people's families. Mm -hmm. And so talk me through a little bit of like what it was like to be on the ground there making peace. Yep. It's a kind of a different kind of chaos, mm -hmm. right? It's not, it's not like emotional chaos really, or like political chaos. It's like actual chaos. Mm -hmm. There's trees down, there's homes destroyed. Mm -hmm. So what, what was it like to, to be making peace? And what were some of the stories? Who did you run into? How did you see the kingdom of God advance as you sought to make peace mm -hmm. during that time? Yeah, so when it first happened, uh, the next morning, of course, I'm trying to drive to work to see if anywhere around had power. Yeah. Because at our house, the power had gone out completely, of course. So I get to work and the power is out. So I called a buddy of mine, his name is Jason. Um, he's, he's an officer in the community. And I said, hey, could you take me around just so that we could kind of see what is taking place? Because the roads were blocked off. And so uh, thankfully he could just turn on his lights and we could get to places right. that others couldn't. And so in doing so, we were driving around and you just saw people who had lost hope. Um, and honestly, they had just lost faith. Um, and so it just the, all the chaos that was around, I mean, trees are in the middle of the road, power lines are, are down. And it was unlike anything I had ever seen. And so, of course, we're reaching out to the team and saying, hey, what can we do as a church to help these people? Yeah. And so that next morning, we, we put out something via social media. And I think we had like 75 volunteers show up. Awesome. And so we went out to actually make peace. And in doing so, we would just arrive to someone's home and say, hey, could we help you? Yeah. We had chainsaws, we had you know, rakes and all these different things that we could help people uh, move debris, et cetera. So we split them up into teams. And I'll, I'll never forget, there was this one young lady, her name was Dina. Um, we showed up to her house and there was a guy that was just there serving and he knew Dina and Dina wasn't home. And so it was 
unlike anything I had ever seen. And so we get to the house, I ask the guy, hey, how can we help you serve? Uh, and he said, well, I know the lady who lives here and she doesn't have the money to help, you know, right. pay for all this chaos. Right. If you guys could help me in doing this, it would be a massive blessing. So we're helping, we're cutting down trees, et cetera. And hours later, Dina, she comes and she's just weeping because she couldn't believe that someone was there to help her at her house. Her husband has cancer. Um, and so they had to pull her and her husband out of her house when the tornado actually hit her neighbors, put them in their house. And of course they thought that their home was gonna be wrecked, but God spared the home. There was just chaos all around it. And so when we finished, you know, serving, we're praying over her. And I prayed Isaiah 43, where New Spring was launched out of. Um, And so I prayed that over her and over her home. And she just continued to weep because she was grateful because she said she had a river in her backyard um, because of, of, I'll read Isaiah 43 actually. Um, I don't have it in in mind of course, but it's actually here. Um, Isaiah 43, it says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so she has a river in her backyard. And she said that was her sanctuary. And so as we served her, brought her home and the space around it back together, she felt like it was God making a way in the desert. So it was really cool. Just one out of many stories. I I love that like, you know, the first people that responded Mm -hmm. to this chaos in order to make peace were Mm -hmm. people who followed Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know? And it Mm -hmm. it looks at a lot of different ways. There's a lot of, uh, you know, different ways to pursue this. But the point is like, we should be on mission making peace. Mm-hmm. So to, to wrap, one of the things I wanna um, have you talk about just briefly, mm-hmm. and I, I wish we had so much more time we could talk about this, is, you know, in, in, in today's world, it seems like there's a lot more noise around social injustice. I don't know that there is more social injustice now than there ever has been as much as it is just more people are talking about it, aware of it, paying attention to it. And since I've known you, mm-hmm. you have been a guy who has sought to make peace, you know, between regardless of race or, mm-hmm. you know, if you grew up poor or rich or if right. you grew up in the country or in the city, like it didn't right. matter. You know, you've just been the kind of guy that I know has always been able to, to, to level with people and, and get along with people and make you know, honestly, mm-hmm. kind of make peace with people. So, so briefly, why don't you give us some some pointers, some advice mm-hmm. on how in today's world, all of us, mm-hmm. regardless of who's watching this, yeah. all of us can do better at making peace mm-hmm. in the way that Jesus would say right. would be the way to live on mission. Right. I think essentially understand that everyone's different. Yeah. Um, I think that oftentimes we will equate just because you're white and you may have hurt me that I assume everyone who's white is gonna hurt me. Right. Um, and so in doing so, that's gonna, you're gonna understand that by having conversation, just like we're doing. Yeah. And so I encourage people to, you know, not assume the worst in someone based on their skin. Yeah. Assume the best and have conversation. Now, if they reject you, then that's on them. Right. But ultimately God calls us to be in the world, but not of the world. Right. And so of course, in our world, there's a lot of division but God came to bring unity. And so it's on us as his people, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. It's our job to bring unity. And so we have to have conversation, assume the best. And through that, we'll see God reconcile, you know, through his spirit, through Jesus, 
uh, in the world because the world's looking at Christians um, more than we think. Go so, and how, how do we fix this? Yeah. You know, yeah. and so it's on us to, so it's may, maybe it's like, if, maybe if we actually just took what Jesus said seriously, mm -hmm. it would mm -hmm. kind of work out. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for your story. Thank you for your advice. Thank yeah. you for your life and the way that <clears throat> you've lived. I Thank you for, you know, going on 10 years of being friends and just watching, you know, it seems like one of the anointings on your life is the ability to, to make peace. Mm -hmm. So thanks for sharing Thank with you. us and uh, love you, man. Love you too, bro. Thank you.